You are getting sleepy, very sleepy. Your CPAP mask is clamped tightly to your face. Right, my darling? Yes, dear. You will not toss and turn through the whooshing. You will not throw the mask. You will not dislodge the hose and blast air all about the bedroom. You will not wake me, your loving husband, who yearns for even a single night of uninterrupted slumber. Please. It's not working, Harold. People who struggle with CPAP have partners who struggle too. Luckily, now there's Inspire. Inspire treats the root cause of sleep apnea inside your body. While you sleep, Inspire keeps your airway clear so you can breathe normally and rest comfortably. No mask, no hose, just sleep. When I snap my fingers, you will remember to visit inspiresleep.com to learn more. Inspire, sleep apnea innovation. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at inspiresleep.com. Hi, this is Marissa Meyer. And this is Delaney. And this is Sloan. And you're listening to the Prince Kai Fan Pod. Hello, welcome to episode 93 of the Prince Kai Fan Pod, a Marissa Meyer book club podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rampy and Crew patron supporters. Thank you. Today we have a Rampy and Crew patron supporter as our special guest. Uh, one of my lilies. I have five lilies. So, wow, <laughs> honored. Prior to doing this podcast, I had no idea how popular of a name that was. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't need a lot of them, but I know that they're out there. So, hello to all. <laughs> so, Lily, take a moment, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your journey with Marissa Meyer. Sure. Um, so, I've been reading Marissa Meyer, I think, since she first got her start. Like, I think it was 2012 when Cinder came out. And um, I remember I was like reading a, I was like in sixth grade, so I was pretty young. And I remember I had like one of those like magazines that were specifically for young girls and I was reading them and it's always like the, oh, what you should read. And it was like, oh, like Cinder by Marissa Meyer. It's like her debut book. And it's about like princesses in space, which are like two of my favorite things. So obviously it's like, mom, I need to read this book. I'm going to have a heart attack or something. And like they had a hard time getting me to read anything when I was in middle school. So my mom said, say less. Uh, we'll get it for you. And so I got the book and I've been hooked ever since. And um, I've just like, it was like really my first time in like a fandom too. So it was like, nothing was on the internet when Cinder first came out, but it's been really fun seeing like the fandom grow and like fans of Marissa Meyer being like, you know, finding people to talk about her with. So it's been awesome. And it's just been, it's been a fun little journey ever since 2012. That's a nice long journey. Yes. Oh my Do you God. have a, a favorite book by her out of all that she's written? Well, ironically enough, Cress, I think, has a special place in my heart. I don't know why. I just I just love it. I reread it the most. And I also love oh my God, Renegade. I think that's the first one in the Renegade trilogy, I think. Maybe. It is. Yeah, it's Renegade's Arch Enemies Supernova. Yes. Yeah, so Renegade and Cress, I think, are some of my, my favorites. Cress is. Such a favorite of mine. Oh. I think because it's from the perspective of someone who is so similar to me that I just relate to everything she does and says. <laughs> like, honestly, yes. And it's like, I just love, like, it's kind of like, the you know, three books have, well, you know, almost three books have happened so far. And it's like so much happens and it's like, okay, next up, it's over. So I just <laughs> love to read it. I reread it all the time. I love it. 
I know, I'm kind of like, as soon as I was doing the intro for this episode, and it's, I was like, episode 93, my brain was like, 93, gee willikers, that's such a big number, like, crazy, I know. And we're almost done with Crest, we've only got, um, so today we're going to do chapters 50 and 51, and there's 61 chapters, so... Uh, <laughs> not well, many chapters left less, yeah, less than 100 sure. pages Good but day. it's still going to take us like 3 months to do this right the last uh, chapter will come out April 5th so oh, lots to wow. talk about wow um, yes <laughs> what are you currently reading at the moment currently I'm rereading uh, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell um, I got my friend recently. I got my friend hooked on it, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna reread it with you. So yeah, that's. I mean, I've I've read it before, but it's just it's one of those books that just you know gives me serotonin. So I got to reread it. So oh, I love books that give you serotonin. Yes, the best kind. Cress is one of those books. It's right. Good feeling. I would say anything by Gail Carson Levine, Meg Cabot, or Marissa Meyer is just pure serotonin. Yeah, it's like you don't even have just put their name on it and I'll read it, honestly. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like only reading textbooks right now, so I feel kind mm-hmm. of lame. Yep, me too. I love that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I really was trying to read books, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Life has other plans. So yes, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, no, I get it. It I is the thought that counts. I, I, I have so good. many that I want to read. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I'm reading um collection development and management for the 21st century oh, and really? understanding comics by Scott McCloud, which is about how uh graphic novels can improve readership and um young readers and wow. Um, <laughs> like cataloging and classification for archives like I'm, it's just all textbook wow uh nonsense yeah, that's crazy I'm a, I'm a theater major so a lot of my books are like uh plays that we have to read and it's like nice but like when you have to buy like five different plays for like each one of your classes it's like guys come on I like I don't have any money and I like oh man I know it's like it's like half of the tuition for college is basically literally (laughs) I um not that this should surprise any of our (laughs) listeners but I'm such a nerd like Mm -hmm. I love the logistics side of librarianship so organizing cataloging classifications collection development writing policies and procedures like I love that stuff so I actually don't mind reading my textbooks mm-hmm. but you know obviously I would enjoy reading um some of the stuff on my TBR pile more oh totally that's something that's on the list of books that keeps growing would be nice to get to <laughs> like yeah absolutely I do have some good news I just heard back from Marissa last oh, week that okay. she'll do a bonus episode with me at the oh. end of press so it. super excited for that oh my god that's oh. Thank God. <laughs> I have some Easter eggs I'm going to talk to her about. I've got a couple questions of my own that I've been keeping track of. Like, uh-huh. where did all of Dr. <laughs> Airline's smuggler money come from? You know, I, oh my God. You talked about I need that. to know if he, like, stole it. Or yeah. if he got like, it. I need to know if he got it by nefarious means, basically. Yes. Wasn't that, like, a question? Or, like, I think it was, like, two 
two podcast episodes ago or something or like one or like you're like where does his money come from yes I draft I like desperately need an answer to that question I feel <laughs> like important. my judgment of his character is writing on whatever the yeah, answer is yeah <laughs> wait a second <laughs> but, you know and I'm debating I kind of want to ask her about the age difference between Prez and Thorin because I know yeah. I personally get messages about it really? constantly yeah no that's a lot of like too like I know like especially within the fandom people are always like kind of like eh, is kind of Thorne's a little bit older than her and then it's like yeah he yeah. is I think so yeah no it's a good question well so far in the series like right up at this point in the book we haven't gotten an actual age for her we just know that she was oh. on the satellite for seven years so oh, okay interesting and we know that she was 10 years old when she programmed Little Cress yes so we don't know when she got on the satellite. So that's why I'm like, I don't know when it says her age in the series. I think I asked Patreon about it. I was like, is there like a specific yeah. age number anybody wants to give me? Yeah, I was all, I mean, I don't know. I could have made this up. <laughs> but I was always under the impression that she was, I think, 16, maybe a little bit older. Because I thought her and Cinder were the same age. I am looking into it because I'm rereading. Yeah. I'm going to start rereading Ferris this week because we're going to start covering it this summer and Ooh, I need this summer in April. <laughs> um, and I need to pay attention because I have a feeling that Ferris is like covered in Easter eggs just waiting oh, to be found. It truly is. Yeah, Ferris is the only <laughs> one that I forget about. And then like I go back and read it. I'm like, wow, this is like some solid Lavana content. Like, Yeah, we are about to have like some very intense um, – like, I think it's going to take us, like, three months to get through all of Ferris. Yeah, we start in April and we finish in July. So wow. it's going to take us, like, four months to get through Ferris, which might be the fastest book so far. Yeah, it is um, short, but there's a lot there, so. And then winter is going to take an entire year. Yeah, winter is long. <laughs> winter is, yeah. Well, yeah, we start winter in July of 2021 and we finish in July of 2022, so. <laughs> wow, we'll have a lot of time. But you know what? There are worse things we could talk about. So, oh my gosh, there are so many wonderful things to talk about in winter. I'm crazy yeah. excited to get to Very that. Exciting. Let's talk about some fan art Friday. Yay! I'd love to. This first one is from February 12th. It's by Megan J E O O N G A R T on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Some of these names, you guys. <laughs> some of these names, I'm like, and then some of them, it's like Cosmic Nova Flare. It's like, okay, well, that was super easy. I could do that. <laughs> so this is of Ico. I a lot of Ico. It's so pretty. I've been like holding on to so many like uh, Ico things because I'm just like desperately waiting for these chapters so we can finally use them. We can finally talk about yeah. I mean, I always think it's so interesting, like looking at Lunar Chronicles fan art because it's so interesting to see what artists put the characters in, like clothing wise. Like I don't know, I know it's like a weird thing to observe, but it's just like it's the future and it's just so fun and they're just, they have so much fun with it. I don't know. I think um this is an outfit that Ico would wear. Oh, absolutely. She's a fan. I think this is an outfit Iko would rock and expect lots of compliments in. Yes. She would say, compliment my outfit. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yes, she would. <laughs> she would. She'd be like, what do you guys think? Like, <laughs> with the high pitched at the end of the word, too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. but I love her little, like, messy ponytail. She's. I want to say these are peonies. 
peony flowers, but yeah. it's difficult to tell mm-hmm. when you're looking at a drawing because they could also be lilies. But she's yes. holding flowers, and that's pretty. Yes, I, I, I hope they're peonies because that would be nice. I want them to be peonies for like poetic reasons. Poetic reasons. Yeah. Like they could be lilies. It's hard to tell in a drawing. It's at like a side profile, so you're not looking at the layers, which peony flowers have lots of like mm-hmm. fluffy layers in them. Ew, yeah. But it's it's absolutely beautiful and I'm so grateful to share it. Yes. Yes, it's stunning. And the next one is from Tara Spruitt. Oh my gosh, this is so predator i love it so much it's lovana it's her magnificent veil she looks regal as hell the moon is behind her she's got like artistic frame going around her i i don't i just i looked at this and i was like this is eerie in the best possible way yes it's very like um ominous too because you can't see your face which is like beautiful but you can see like some color going on you can see like the red lips and the dark hair and yeah yeah oh man and then it's like the fun little crown that they gave her or like it's not really a crown but it's like the thing a floating crown yes wow it's almost like a floating crown i love it so much and i lavana is like one of the best written villains i think i agree Young adult literature, yes. yes, and that's why I'm so excited to get to Ferris because I have to be spoiler free. But like, I know so much is coming, you guys. Yeah, Ferris is amazing. Yeah, no, Oh man, I remember her and Marissa Meyer announcing that book, and I was losing my mind because I agree, she's a such a good villain. And it's like, yes, we get more Lavana content. Like, oh my god! I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but I was actually really hesitant to read Ferris because I was like, oh no, they're gonna like make me feel for the villain, and I don't want to. I like her, I don't this want bad to. guy. Yeah. And I don't think it's too much of a spoiler that when we get to the end of Ferris, there is not a redemption arc. Okay, we feel a little bit bad for her, but if anything, she's worse than we thought. Oh yeah, I was gonna say if anything, I feel worse <laughs> about liking her. I'm like, oh, right, like, you get you get my sympathy a couple of times, but not by much. Yeah, it's, it's, the bar is kind of on the floor. Like, isn't yes, <laughs> if the bar were any lower, it wouldn't be there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> So big thank you to Tara Spruitt and to Megan Geo on Art for letting us talk about those and share those. You can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, the Prince Guy Fan Pod website. Mm-hmm. Last week, Patreon members voted on chapter titles. Chapter 48 is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Chapter 49 is Ready For It by Taylor Swift. As it should be. I love that song. As it should be. <laughs> I love it. And that's it, kids. 12. Are we 12? We're 14 minutes in and we're doing <laughs> chapter discussion. Yay, us. <laughs> so proud of us. Sometimes I get so proud of myself, but then like a couple episodes later, I'll see that it's like 45 minutes in and I'm like, oh, the tangents. You're like, oh no, but I mean, hey. I did so good, but now they're back. <laughs> now it's back. I'm through. Oh no. This, we've got some really big chapters to discuss, some yes. pivotal, pivotal, pivotal <laughs> moments that happen. Yeah. Last week, we left off Thorne and the doctor were setting off the Letamosis alarm. Cinder and Iko were arriving at the palace in disguise. Cress and Wolf were sneaking into the security room of the palace. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's in the same place. 
We're all at the palace. Well, we don't know where Justin is, but we know he's supposed to be on the rooftop at 1800. Yes. The tensions are high in New Beijing. Tensions are so high. <laughs> like, it starts out with Cinder. Cinder's, like, fidgeting, and I'm like, me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's been 17 minutes since Dr. Erlon and Thorne went to the basement Cinder is freaking out. She's nauseous. She's nervous. She's fidgeting with her disguise. And she's going to see Kai. I love, on the notes that you sent me, I love how you put a heart emoji. Like, (laughs) heart. It's like, yes, she is. I'm so excited. Like, for for listeners who aren't on Patreon, I think my notes are hilarious sometimes. I'm like scrolling down and like in parentheses at some point it says gag. <laughs> the best part, yeah. And then it says like, oh, I know, like whenever there's thorn stuff with Cress, I'm like swoon. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just think it's so cute, like may- <laughs> seeing Kai again. Heart. Like oh, yes, too. Finally, finally, we get to have a moment where because Cinder and Kai were our first love stories from the first book, and they yeah. haven't been together at all in one and a half, almost all of the second book, and almost all of the third book. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, finally they're together. And yeah. I realized that if like you read the books all at once, it's only been like a month. But we've oh been doing God. this for a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I don't know, I don't know what year Crest came out in, but it was a while. Like from the end of Cinder to Crest, it's like imagine being on the edge of your seat for years, not knowing what was going to happen. Like it, right? And then you just have like I remember finishing Crest and having to wait a year for Winter, and it being mm-hmm. the longest year. It was a, yeah. Like I remember when Winter finally came out, I was like, "Yes, yeah, so much is gonna happen." Yeah, I mean, I'm so crazy. I remember like when Crest came out. Like I, I download the audiobook because I can get it at midnight, and then I wait for my actual yes. copy to come in the mail. So I'm like, <laughs> and I read all night, and it's oh my god. So that's what I did with Crest because I just I needed to know. If they would see each other again, and they do, Ugh, I know. Thank God. I- but she can't help but think about the last time they did see each other and mm-hmm. his reaction at the ball, which yeah. still breaks my heart into oh. a million tiny pieces. Yeah. You're even like, more painful to look at than she is. Yeah, oh. like, like the oh my god, like this. I don't even know. Like, are they boyfriend girlfriend at that point? I don't really know. But like that's. Like, <laughs> Like somebody's like, oh my god, you've been having such a good time with somebody, and like you're falling in love with them, and that's what they say to you. Oh my god, it's heart shattering. Like, oh my god, the heartstrings. It's and then meanwhile, like- our other love story is Wolf and Scarlet, and it feels like boyfriend girlfriend doesn't culminate, <laughs> like doesn't properly explain all that they mean to each other. It's like that's those words don't point. Yeah. <laughs> that's very true there's not enough romantic words to talk about how much they love each other which is very yeah strange. that devotion is like next level <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're very extra yeah yes they're very extra so the norse the news is reporting that there's a delay to the ceremony yeah. which means it's time for them to go Mm-hmm. <laughs> she feels like the most wanted criminal returning to the scene of the crime which she i mean kind of <laughs> like, really... it's not not true <laughs> you know, that's it though you are a criminal returning to your scene of the crime but you know kind of yeah i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they tracked kai's id to the north tower mm-hmm. thank you to Cress. all the cameras are off 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> this is the part that annoys me. <laughs> she hadn't sensed the woman. She just literally walks into a woman. Yes. You're supposed to be inconspicuous. <laughs> Cinder, you're not. Come on. Haven't you broken? You cannot be walking into people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a- Come on, Cinder, put yourself together. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> just laugh. Yeah, so she runs into just the... Oh, you're talking about when she runs into the wedding planner. I forget her name currently. No, 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 this happens first. She runs into a woman. The woman says she's going to alert the th- authorities because she's a fugitive. And Cinder shoots her with a dart, but it bounces off, and they get into a fight. And Iko is a total badass and, like, rips out this oh android control yes. panel. I'm put, okay, I could, like, read. I have the book in front of me. I could, like, read the words. I just am choosing not to, I guess. Yeah, right? Like, I, I was just, like, it's the same as when they were in Farafra, and mm-hmm. she was talking to, quote, the mistress, and was like, wow, she's weird. I wonder why I wonder she's a weird on. human. And Thorne is like, maybe because she's an escort droid. Maybe and then again, we're surround- we're ex- she's exposed to another escort droid, and she's like, what a weird human. Girl. <laughs> Learn your lesson. If a blind, <laughs> if a blind man, a blind Thorne, <laughs> who's not exactly, you know, the sharpest crayon in the box, as they no. say, yes. can figure it out. <laughs> and he I- doesn't have bioelectricity. <laughs> I think you can. Come on, Cinder. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I do love that, like, the dart bounces off her leg and Cinder's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, girl, get there faster. Like, put two and two together. Come on. Time is of the essence. Let's go. Time is of the essence. It is. Oh, my God. I love it. And Aiko, I love Aiko. She's such a badass. She, like, rips out the android's control panel then she starts like fixing cinder's hair and she's like oh can you not just be presentable for like five minutes no, she's like, i know we're breaking into a palace and committing crimes but you still gotta look cute like yes i love it like you can't uh it's like something a meme where it's like you can't commit crimes if you ain't cute like come on cinder get it together <laughs> you can't commit crimes if you ain't cute i think that's it <laughs> But that's a meme. <laughs> I was like, come on, Cindy. Like, that is a mood right there. Yeah. But I, I love that her response is the same as when Kai called her out for being messy. She's like, I'm a mechanic. And it's like, that's not an excuse. Yeah, it's like, Cindy, you're not <laughs> a mechanic in the moment. You can't say that. Like, come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So they leave the broken android behind. They start to try to find Kai. Mm-hmm. And we switch perspectives. This is so cool because oh, we switched to Sybil's perspective, which is perhaps the last person I would expect to switch to. Yes. But yeah. I love it. I love being in Sybil's perspective. It's exactly how I imagine Sybil's brain to, to work. Yeah, being inside her head. Yeah, it's so weird. To, like, I love villains who, like, who think that they're doing the right thing at all times. Like, I just think it makes them so much more complex. And, like, Sybil and Lavana are, like, two of those type of villains where it's, like, they think that what they're doing is good. And so it's, like, interesting to, like, be inside their head and, like, hearing their thought process, just, like, everything that's going on. It's, like, it's just... It, like, makes them somehow more scary and more realistic. Yes. Yeah, it does. It does make them a lot more human. So. It's, like, the bad guy doesn't know he's the bad guy, right. you yeah. know? You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I just watched for the first time Star Wars. Oh my goodness. I had to close my eyes a lot. Those are yeah. some flashy movies. 
but they kept referring to the dark side and come to the dark side. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just, my brain was just like, but they're the bad guys. And Quentin was like, yeah, that's why it's called the dark side. I was like, I know, but bad guys don't know they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're not like yeah. walking around going, we're the bad guys. They're like, look, we have justifications for our actions. All right. Like, yeah. no James Bond villain walks in the room and he's like, hello, I'm the villain. Like, yeah, we don't meet Levana for the first time. She's like, I'm the villain. Villain. You can start hating. <laughs> that was hey, what's fun. up? Sorry about your dad. Uh, just so you know, I'm the villain, aka I'm the, the predator. Um, I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like Starting infanticide and war. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what does her profile look like? Oh my god, Lavana's dating profile. Could you imagine? Oh my god. Oh my gosh, that it was- definitely would like. <laughs> Fan what is she looking for? What is Lovato looking for in a man? She's looking for someone who's like easily moldable, <laughs> prefers to be arm candy, <laughs> likes to be seen and not heard, knows how to follow instructions. You're really just there as like you're a, you're basically just a person in the room I can stand next to. You don't do a lot. You're not gonna. You're a pretty lot. little prop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then, like under like um under things that she likes, it would be like war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, would, it would be like war, looking gorgeous, being glamorous. Yeah, and then it's like dislikes show <laughs> people who worship me. <laughs> <laughs> being worshipped is a, is a pastime of mine that I enjoy. Oh my her, fa- her favorite book is The Art of War. <laughs> She has a copy of it in her, like, her on her desk, just for right, sure. Right, that and, like, she has, like, that and then, like, the autobiography by um, <laughs> Tyra Banks or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, her, her, or, um, I guess more, more accurately would be, like, um, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, like, yes. people that she thinks that she's like, but probably isn't. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. He would. That, oh, man. Oh, Lavana. I'm, like, picturing what Lavana's bedroom looks like now, and... <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine. I bet the decoration is top tier. And the- Everyone listening who is probably already overwhelmed with school and doesn't need more projects. But if yeah. you're bored, I would love a like match.com mock profile <laughs> for Lavana. That would make me so happy. Oh my god, that would be... <laughs> and maybe one for Amory and Sybil too. Like Sybil's would be like pleasing the queen and... The only person uh, torturing cells, um, creating unique uh, prisons, like kidnapping children, uh, you know, just normal everyday. Amory's like Amory's favorite pastime is being creepy and being a widow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So be- anybody who's bored and wants something to do, I would absolutely love some Match.com style mock profiles for these characters. Yeah. That would make me super happy. Under dislikes, it should be shells. But like, are we talking about people or the thing that you find at the beach? We don't know. So she she's like, oh, they're both gross. <laughs> she's like, they're both gross, and they both smell bad. So obviously, both of them. Like, both duh. of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah Sybil's great we love her I love it so Sybil's perspective she feels like something's wrong she can sense the way all the earthen guards are reacting Mm -hmm. Um, Amory notices it too Lavana is beautiful in red and gold the traditional eastern commonwealth 
colors. She's got an embroidered dragon and phoenix, this beautiful sheer veil. She's confident and poised. And so Sybil is like, has she noticed? <laughs> yes. Lavana's got it together so well that it's it's hard to tell if she's noticed that something's wrong or not. Yeah, I feel like that is a strong suit of Lavana's. Holding it together when everything's falling apart. Like I really, she's very good at keeping her cool, or at least per, per, letting other people perceive that she has everything under control. Oh, I know. I think that is such a good characteristic oh. in leadership. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I'm very quick to tears. So <laughs> if someone has hurt my feelings, I can't be like, that doesn't bother me. Because yeah. instead I'm like, I'm fine. I'm, I just need to excuse myself for a moment. <laughs> like, like, give me 10 minutes and then we can have a conversation. I just got to get right. Like, Let me pull myself together and then I have some witty comebacks ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, so when you're pulling yourself together, you can think of the witty comebacks, and it's all fine. Oh, yes. Ashley would be great at, like, keeping her cool. Mm -hmm. I think Ashley's one of those people that, like, she um, can, like, compartmentalize, you know? Yes. Yeah. I agree. I feel like if Ashley needed to keep her chill in a situation, she easily could. Oh, totally. Yes. (laughs) I don't want to test it, but yes, I agree. I don't want to test it either, um, but I just I just know her well enough that I think I could make that assumption. <laughs> I I think so. So Sybil takes Queen Lavana aside. She's like, she's trying not to favor her uninjured leg. <laughs> she still know. hasn't told the queen that she you know got shot. Yeah, <laughs> you know her own guard. Uh, a little tragic, yeah. <laughs> How do you, I don't know if I can cover that up, but uh, good for her, I guess. Yeah, she's still employee of the month, <laughs> as, as, which is what matters the most to her. <laughs> yes, truly. She goes up to the head guard, and he gives a quick bow, and Sybil is like, not good enough, yes. and drops him to his knees, demanding that he show proper respect. Mm-hmm. Power move. Okay. Yep, she's pulling out okay. the big guns here. Yep, she's like, uh, we don't bow here. You better get down on your get knees. Get down on your knees. All, All the way. Okay, there, that's much better. <laughs> she won't even allow him to lift his head. Yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. I know. Okay. And he's like, literally, it's like, literally, don't kill the messenger. Because, like, his job <laughs> it's really is, is yeah. to, del- to tell her that they have to delay the ceremony for safety reasons and to return to her quarters but like you know that five minutes ago in the hallway there was like six guards playing rock paper scissors (laughs) and who has to go tell the evil queen that there's a delay (laughs) truly it's like well i don't want to do it they probably sent the new guy like you're new right somebody pulled rank and they were like uh i'm a sergeant so i'm not doing it yeah oh my god poor poor boy what would they play in the future if it wasn't rock, paper, scissors? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. That might be a fun game for someone to come up with for me. Yeah. It's like rock, paper, scissors, but with like future stuff. I mean, duh. Yeah, like wow. plague would probably be in there somewhere. Yeah, interesting. Although, no, you couldn't put plague in there because like then you definitely lose. <laughs> that's like, like there's no way to beat it. So <laughs> just always <laughs> Just always wins. Oh my god! Yeah, and then you got to think of hand gestures too, like rock, paper, scissors. Like, right, like what goes with it? Situation. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so anybody who's like Cress and really good at games, if you're bored and you don't want to do the mock profile, you can <laughs> come up with a lot of scissors for us. Yes. Lunar Chronicles style. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be fun. And then like you see other fandom people and like other fans in the streets and it's like, all right, this is our hand signal now. We're going to play rock. <laughs> this is our hand signal now. But the future version. <laughs> But the future version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Lavana wants more information and the guard is like, um, I'm not supposed to. Yeah. This poor guy. I, I really, I genuinely feel bad for this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like an intern job that they send you on. Sorry, like, pal, but it was like five minutes. It was like five minutes late yesterday, and this is his punishment. <laughs> you have to go. Oh, this is what you get for being late, Joe. Yeah, it's like Joe. You know, you showed up five minutes late with the coffee. Now your life is on the line. That's a fair. Right? Trade. <laughs> That's a fair trade. That's a fair trade. Yeah. So there's been a manual security system malfunction. The palace has been infiltrated. It's been a full security breach. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sybil starts to, like, demand information, Mm -hmm. and Lavana like, cuts her off and is like, that's enough. And I wrote in my notes, ooh, tension. (laughs) They're fighting. Uh Uh-oh. Where's this coming from? Lavana loves Sybil. Sybil's her, like, favorite little lackey. So what's, um, what's going on? Yeah. I, and, yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean... I don't mean to throw shade at them, but I kind of do. It's like, who else would it be? You know what I mean? Like, what's happening? It's like, all right, let's use our, like, who else is stopping the wedding? Right. It's like, come (laughs) on, Vanna. No one has enough guts except Cinder. Like, you know it's her. Like, come on. Well, nobody, like, not that nobody else wants to, I should say. Because, (laughs) like, obviously pretty much everyone on Earth is like, ew, no, I don't like this. Yeah, like this. But... (laughs) But like you said, who else has the guts, the means, the motives, the the and, ability? Yeah, the ability, you know? the resources. Like, come on, right? It is pretty impressive what she does. Okay. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, Lavana <laughs> says that the guards are aware of how important the wedding is. They have no desire to delay it or prevent it. Mm-hmm. She just wants to know if Kai is safe, which is where I wrote "gag" in my notes. <laughs> Like, yeah, a collective, no thanks, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that's not it. No. Sybil is like, look, the queen won't discuss it, but she saw the glamour at the ball. She saw yeah. Lavana's reaction. Sybil knows that that cyborg is Celine. They've yeah. been dancing around the topic and not actually discussing it, but Sybil knows who it really is. Yeah. Which is very telling, because, like, if Sybil can figure it out, how many other people are figuring it out, you know? Like, if they if they see the glamour, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. And it's apparently been driving Lavana absolutely bonkers. Well, we, as the reader, know that, because, I mean, it started a global <laughs> war. It started a so. war, yes, we understand that she's quite upset about it. Oh yeah, and this and why wouldn't it be? She's she's resourceful. She's managed to escape and evade capture, and she's getting further and further and further away. Mm-hmm. And Sybil go, wonders if Cinder's the one causing the delay. Again, <laughs> who else could it possibly be? Yes, <laughs> you know it's not like there was a power outage 
outage in sector four or something, yeah. you know? Like this is perfect timing for something inconvenient to happen. What else could it be? The only other thing I could think of is that Kai like bolted. Yeah, Kai said, I'm not. I was like, I got to get out of here. I can't do it. Who's got my getaway car? I think it's going to tie my hair blonde and go by the name like Bob or something. something else. Yeah. Well, it's like, don't, isn't there established that there's a window in his like office he has escaped through the window he is now on the he's got like a he's got like sheets tied together and hanging out the window yes oh my god i was about to say like rapunzel that's funny that we're talking about that and i made that because it's chris and and in the book chris how fitting i know perfect i love that so sybil can't see the palace cameras even the secret lunar ones but she knew crescent crescent's work when she saw it so Sybil knows that this is Cress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, oh, again, I feel bad for anybody who pisses Sybil and Lavana off because, oh, my God, how terrifying. So, oh, thank, thanks, Cress. But also, like, I mean, obviously we all know what happens. But, like, I hope you're ready for I'm wondering. Right? They need to be ready for the fight. But, you know, I would also feel bad for anyone that pisses off Torin. That is very true. He's, like, such a rule follower, but I bet that, like, (laughs) I, you know, it's almost like that Liam Neeson movie where he's like, look, I don't have money, but I do have this very specific set of skills. And I will, yeah, (laughs) and I will kill you. Uh, Absolutely. That's Torin. That's Torin for you. Wow. Yep. So Sybil asks Lavana if she can investigate the breach on her own. And Lavana says, yes, and if you find them, kill them. No trivial arrests or trials on her wedding day, just off with their heads. Yeah. And Sybil's like, you got it, dude, and she's out. <laughs> Say uh, and that, that is the end of chapter 50. <laughs> I just, I love, so, it's so creepy how, like, Lavana delivers that line, too. Like, a single nod. Like, and then she's like, yep, just killed them. Like, oof, chills. Yep. He's just so calm about the whole thing. Trivial. She calls the idea of arrest and trials that, would, that that could or potentially save the life of a human being. She calls it trivial. <laughs> mm, yep, that's definitely what it is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, definitely a waste of uh, precious time <laughs> as far as she's concerned. Ugh. Oh, Havana. Oh, Lavana. So, end of chapter 50. What was your title for this one? Uh, I believe it was... Oh, my goodness. Am I currently forgetting? Hold on one second. I'm going to go look it up because I didn't... Really <laughs> it's not in my head. Um, oh, my phone's not even near me. Hold on. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm pulling it up. So, so sorry. Uh, da-da. Don't Let Me Down by the Chainsmokers. Yes. So sorry. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> I get so invested in the Lunar Chronicles in my mind. I just can't think of anything. <laughs> yes, it was Don't Let Me Down by the Chainsmokers. That's what I came up with. So I think it's a very... So obviously, Don't Let Me Down, I feel like, can be applied to a lot of the characters in this chapter. Like, Sybil doesn't want to let Lavana down. And, like, Cinder doesn't want to let Kai down by failing. And, like... She doesn't want to let the whole world down by, like, this not going well. So I just, I thought that it was very just, um, some of the lyrics I just think, like, I need you, I need you right now. Like, I feel like that's Cinder about Kai. So 
Like, I don't know. I just thought that it was very, it describes a lot of people in this chapter. So that's why I chose it. I like it. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Yes, I think so. (laughs) I chose This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things by Taylor Swift. Yes, that's a very good I love that song, of course, but I feel like it applies to a lot. Mm -hmm. The android that got destroyed by Aiko, (laughs) Cinder destroying her pretty hair and frustrating Aiko, (laughs) Press has destroyed the security system at the palace, some kind of relationship dynamic between Lavana and Sybil also got destroyed. And it. so I just feel like a lot of stuff went down in this chapter. Yes felt like there was a lot to to be said for that and I felt like this was a good song choice to kind of encapsulate that yeah I feel like it could also be Cinder just like singing to Lavana like this is why we cannot have nice things because you mess it all up like thanks or it could be Lavana talking to Cinder I guess too in like a weird yeah. way wow good choice it was it's a solid song what was your quote for this one my quote for this one was, uh, your hair is a mess, by the way. Honestly, Cinder, can't you look presentable for more than five minutes? Which I, <laughs> it makes me laugh because they're doing like a high stakes, like breaking into like a wedding that's like, the stakes are so high and Aiko's like, come on, girl, pull it together. You still got to commit crime if you ain't cute. And she's like, pull it together. So I priorities, Iko, priorities. I know. Like I'm like sweating trying to figure out what's gonna happen and Iko's like, come on, girl, put that hair back up. We don't have time for this. <laughs> Makes it That's a good one. So mine was what really terrified her, what really made her, her nerves hum was knowing that she was going to see Kai again. Uh, I, again, priorities. I know. <laughs> There's a lot happening. It's okay. Yeah. I could literally giggle at this sentence. Like, Cinder's <laughs> got the weight of the free world on her shoulders and the, and the moon. And she's yeah. like, but I'm going to see a cute boy. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's going to make it all worth it. Like, I love it so much. Yes. It, yeah. And it, like, it's so like makes me giddy in a way, too. Like. Yeah, she's finally gonna see him after they've been apart for so long. Like it's just like I can't wait. Like it's like butterflies and yeah, I love it so much. Hi, this is Leah Stuhler, creator and host of YA Book Chat podcast. If you love reading young adult books and chatting about them with your friends, then head on over to my podcast and take a listen. Each episode, my guests and I chat about a different YA book. We start spoiler-free and then head into our spoiler section where we dive into the mysteries of each book. And we do it with laughs and fun along the way. You can listen to YA Book Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcast. And now, back to the show. We are in Kai's perspective for chapter 51. Uh, And it starts out with him laughing because he's like, the security system has been compromised. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, he's a nervous laughter. He's a nervous laugher. So when he gets nervous, he is. There's several moments throughout the series Uh, where Kai like laughs hysterically because he's like, just <laughs> overwhelmed yeah. with anxiety. Yeah, like, His body oh. doesn't know what else to do. Yep. I relate to Kai in that way. Like, I'm like, oh, no, some the tensions are high. Let me crack a joke. It's like, that's not the time <laughs> case, but okay. Like, Torrin, Let me be awkward for a minute. Yeah. Torrin's like, dude, 
like, come on. <laughs> so the cameras and scanners have malfunctioned. They've been down for 11 minutes. And Kai is wearing this bright red sash that reminds him of blood. Ooh, spooky. It can't be Lavana who's doing this camera and scanner malfunction and security breach because nothing would ruin her ceremony more and she just cannot have that. Nope. Kai messes up his hair. Oh, what a travesty. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> Torn is like Torn is like, get away from the window. And he's like, really? You think someone's gonna assassinate me through the window on the 14th floor? And Torn is basically like, Could you I have enough going on? Could you just get away from the window? It'll make me feel better, okay? <laughs> Come on, don't test me right now. Torn is like, just get away from the window, okay? <laughs> so they might have to evacuate or go into lockdown. That's a last resort at the moment. The guard will update them whenever something happens, and basically they're just going to delay the ceremony until they can get this straightened out, which, of course, Lavana is going to be furious. Yes. Yep. That's- <laughs> I love that that Kai is like, ooh, are we going to cancel the ceremony? And Torn is like, no. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Kai's like, you know, I just thought maybe we, and Torn said, nope. Sorry, no, I love that. Like he has it. Then it starts with Torin's side. Like, of course, Torin. Kai is like, "Ooh, are we gonna cancel this ceremony?" And Torin is like, "Deep breath." (laughs) No, no. Yeah, it's just like really, like really. No, we're not. Poor, poor Kai. Poor Kai. He was hoping the wedding day wouldn't come at all because he was hoping that they would have found Celine and. You know, she could change everything, and then he wouldn't have to marry her. No. Mm, Little does he know, Selene is in the palace right now trying to ensure that that happens. Crazy, I know. Yeah, so it's sort of that um, creating your own destiny kind of thing. (laughs) Good. He, like, manifested it. He, like, talked about it enough, and now it's finally happening. So good for him. Yeah. And he even says, like, okay, this isn't a coincidence. Like, someone had to have hacked into the palace. But who could do such a thing? What were their motives? Are they, like, sinister? It couldn't be that they just want to stop the wedding. Yeah. Don't worry, Kai. That's totally all it is. Yeah. They just want to stop the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's, like, a little bit more involved, but mostly Cinder wants to stop the wedding. Yeah. Cinder has big plans. So, hope you're ready. She does. I love... I love Kai's like, look, I know you don't believe in conspiracy theories, but and Cora is like, like well, come on. Actually. Throw- <laughs> I know. Because I know yeah. part of Kai's brain is like, I got him. I can- <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure. It just it's so funny. Like again, I think it's so funny. Like everything like the tensions are high. Like, oh my god, the you know, and Kai's out here just being like, well. You know, I could be right, cracking a joke. It's like, dude, I just think it's so funny. I don't know. <laughs> so Priya shows up. Um, she knocks on the door. She announces herself. She walks in. Her expression is dazed and fearful, and she collapses with a dart in her back. And who should show up behind her but Cinder? But our girl, Cinder. She's made it. Love it. Love. Oh, she's here. 
The moment has come. The eyes across the room meet. She notices she has messy hair, but no gloves. I love this. Torin like jumps between Kai and Cinder. He's like, "Yeah, I'll save you." Yeah, and like, no offense, Torin, but like, come on, you know who she's lunar, dude. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's like it's the thought that counts, but like, good try, but like, come on, right? Like, <laughs> we know how brave Torin is, so like, we just know how dedicated he is to his job, mm-hmm. even more so now. Yes, I love all of this. I love it. So, 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 so much. I love, I just can't with everything. Okay, so. (laughs) Me too, me too. (laughs) Finally, Cinder gulped. I'm sorry, I had to. She gestured at the unconscious wedding coordinator, then waved her hand like shaking it off. Well, she'll be fine, I swear. Maybe a little nauseous when she comes to, but otherwise. Oh, um, and your Android, Nancy, right? I had to disable her and her backup processor, but any mechanic can return her to defaults in about six seconds. So she rubbed anxiously at her wrist. Oh, and we ran into your captain of the guard in the hallway and a few other guards, and I may have scared him and his, he's um, unconscious also, but really they'll all be just fine. I swear. Her lips twitched into a brief nervous smile. Um, Hello again, by the way. Way to go. <laughs> wow. It's like so cringy. No, I just, oh man, it's like the first, like you guys haven't seen each other in like a month, and the first thing she says is she'll be fine after you like took out his like wedding planner. Like, oh my God. Oh, Cindy. And I, and not just that she'll be fine, but like she'll be fine, probably. Probably. <laughs> I'm like almost positive that she'll most likely maybe be okay. And then I also disabled your Android, which I think you can fix, maybe. And uh, I took out your captain of the guard. Oh my god. Oh, Cinder. I just, I love this. Song. But really, they'll be fine, I swear. <laughs> oh, and hello. Yeah. <laughs> This hurt my this hurt my heart a little bit is that like yeah. in we're in Kai's perspective and he's like then the other girl took a single step forward and I was like oh the other girl yeah. come on yeah yeah I, I also, love that Iko is like oh that was painful I'm oh, like yeah, yeah it was yeah I just it was oh Iko I think it's so cute though he mentions her hair which I thought was really it's really poetic because in the last chapter I love it Iko said your hair was a mess and Kai said her hair messy her hair. He noticed messy hair. Yes, and then Iko. I love Iko. Iko bows and says, Your Imperial Majesty, <laughs> it is such a pleasure to see you again. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, he said nothing. Cinder said nothing. I just A couple oh. moments pass and um Kai like finally finds his voice and he just yells, Are you insane? is <laughs> gonna kill you. And like <laughs> And he's asked her, like, do you know Queen Levana's here? Like, she's like, what? Oh, my God. And then she's like, yes, I know. That's why I'm here. And he just does not understand. Okay. It's so funny. This whole conversation is, like, half funny, half tension. No, it's half half, romance. Like, yeah. So, basically, in a nutshell... Cinder is like, yeah, we got to go. Kai is like, oh, and she's like, no, seriously, we have to go. And then side plot, Aiko is flirting with Kai and is like, remember, um, you met me at the market, but now I have this sexy new body. Let me bat my eyelashes at you. Now I have actual (laughs) hair and eyes and I have real legs. and (laughs) Yeah, it's like, stop. Hello, Aiko, we have bigger problems at hand. 
Oh my goodness. She's so cute. I love that Cinder is like, makes Torrin sit down. Yeah, she- <laughs> He's like, I can't deal with you. Go take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> she's literally said, I cannot deal. Please go away. Like, go over there. <laughs> oh, uh, so Cinder apologizes again. She's like, look, I'll use my tranquilizer dart. Like, I don't want to, but, but you know, I, I do. Mm-hmm. We have to remove your ID chip. And Cinder is like, you need to trust me. And Kai has this moment where he's like, okay, I kind of got used to the whole cyborg thing. <laughs> But I've never seen her act like an actual lunar. This is, like, really, I'm scared now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, my God, my heart. Like, this is one of, like, my favorite chapters in the whole series, just because it's so, I the way they act around each other is just so, like, poetic in a way. Like, he has gotten over the cyborg thing, and that's not the thing that's bothering him. But it's, like, she's still lunar. Right? Like, oh, my God. So... During this interaction, she looks over and she sees her cyborg foot is on his desk. And Kai feels like he's hoarding something that doesn't belong to him. Mm -hmm. And now he gets to be awkward and is like, uh, you dropped that. I love Aiko. I know. This is so much better than a net drama. Yes. I feel like (laughs) if this was like. Like on like a TV screen, it's just the camera just pans to her, and she just is like, "This is so much better than a net drama." Oh my god! So this is going to be a little out of left field, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of back and forth in this chapter. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the chapter, you and I are going to read if you're oh, up for it. Absolutely, this is what I do in my free time. <laughs> We're going to do audio only, just the dialogue. Do you want to be yeah. Sender or Kai? Oh my goodness. Wow, like my dream come true. I don't know. I'll be Cinder if that's okay with you. Okay, I'm going to start at the top of page 455. Okay. Okay, I think I'm good. Cinder, look, I don't know what you're doing here. I want to believe you have good intentions, but I don't know anything about you. You lied to me about everything. I never lied to you. I maybe didn't tell you the whole truth, but can you blame me? Of course I can blame you. You had plenty of opportunities to tell me the truth. Right. And what if I said, oh, sure, your highness, I'd love to go to the ball with you, but first you should probably know that I'm a cyborg. And then what? You never would have talked to me again. You would have been mortified. So you were just going to keep it hidden forever? Forever. You are the emperor of an entire country. There was never going to be a forever. Can we pause for a second? Um, yeah. Boom. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I just, so I true. Yeah. Snaps for Cinder right there. <laughs> said, I'm going to lay down the law, baby. Like, this is the truth. Ugh. It's so true. Mm-hmm. There was never going to be a forever. Like, and that's what happened at the end of Cinder when he was like, hey, um, you haven't been returning any of my cons. She's like. Yeah, because you're an emperor, and I'm a mechanic, and this can't go anywhere. Duh. Yeah, it's just so, like, yeah, it's, like, one of those lines that you read, and you just have to, like, put the book down and, like, process what you just read. And you're like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Then Kai switches gears. What about being lunar? When was that going to come up? (laughs) We don't have time for this. How many times did you manipulate me? How much of it was just brainwashing? Why? Are you worried you might have had actual feelings for a lowly cyborg? 
I'm just trying to figure out what was real and who this person is. One day you're fixing port screens at the market. The next, you're breaking out of a high security prison and now you've disabled my palace security, you're waving a knife at me, and you're threatening to tranquilize my chief advisor if you don't get what you want. What am I supposed to think? I don't even know whose side you're on. I'm on my side, and if you want what's best for the Commonwealth and this entire planet, you better be on my side too. Now give me your wrist. My responsibility is here. I have a country to protect. I'm not running away from that, and I'm certainly not running away with you. Really? You'd rather take your chances with her? At least I know when she's manipulating me. I just, oh my god, I love this part so much. Newsflash, <laughs> I have never manipulated you, and I hope I never have to, but you aren't the only one with responsibilities and an entire country of people who are relying on you. So I'm sorry, your majesty, but you are coming with me, and you're just going to have to figure out whether or not you can trust me when we're not so pressed for time. Oh, I love it. And then she shoots. <laughs> and then she just says, you know what, I gotta take matters into my own hands. And she shoots him with a tranquilizer dart. I love it. I know. It's like weird how like happy I am about that. It's like, oh, she. (laughs) I know. So let's talk about some of the implications that we just went through with that conversation. Yeah. Cinder is still on the box of Mm -hmm. I was a cyborg. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Kai is like, yeah, 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 cyborg. But really, it's the lunar thing. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of sweet. Like, he's like, yeah, whatever, you're cyborg. Like, I don't know. I, uh, It's really it's really pure. <laughs> he's like, it is really pure. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> I love the, like, passion and tension that they have in this conversation. Like, the, the gloves are off. The demeanor is gone. The flirting is gone. Like, we're just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Hitting the low blows, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that Kai has the courage to be like, how much of it wasn't true in the first place? How much, yeah. how much of it was just brainwashing? Yeah. Yeah. It, and like it, oh God, it's just like, he loves her so much. Like he just wants to be <laughs> real. And that was everything that <laughs> was real and that like, it wasn't fake. And she's like, oh my God. And the way she's so offended, she's like, oh my God, please don't think so lowly of me. Like, geez, dude. But, oh man. Yeah. And I love that she is like, uh, hello, I never manipulated you. Yeah. And I don't ever want to. And then, but the biggest thing that she says, the most important thing that she says is that you aren't the only one with responsibilities and an entire country relying Mm -hmm. on you. Because he doesn't know what that means. Torn doesn't know what that means. No, he's probably very confused. Yes. Well, we don't know because she shoots him. She's like, I'm going to have the last word in this argument. I just yeah. know it. Like, she gets done talking and she's like, bam, I get the last line. <laughs> she really said, I'm going to make you pass out and that will be the end of the conversation. It just makes She me literally mad. said, you're going to have to figure out if you can trust me and then shoots. <laughs> yeah. And it's just really interesting. <laughs> they're both, I don't know if that, like, they're kind of becoming, like, unhinged in this conversation. Like, I feel like it's, like, mm-hmm. all the stuff that they've wanted to say to each other for, like, what, like, almost three books now? Like, it's all finally coming out, and it's just like, oh my god, finally, like, I don't want to say they're having a conversation, but it's like, I just, you know, it's like they haven't seen each other in so long, and now they're finally talking about it, and it's like, yeah, the tensions are high, and they're yelling at each other, but it's like, they're both just like, listen, this, this, and this, and it's just, oh man, I just love them so much. 
I do. I love them. So what was your chapter title for 51? I chose uh, Princess of China by uh, by Coldplay. It features Rihanna. And this is a song that I found right when Cinder came out. But I think it applies to this chapter just because, I mean, I think it's pretty, it's just so perfect. Like, um, it's basically like Rihanna and Coldplay, they're singing to each other in the song, but they're talking about how, like, they could have had everything, but, like, they let each other go. And I just like, oh, man. And I think it's perfect because of what Cinder and Kai go through in this episode. Because, like, you know, they could have had everything if the if their circumstances didn't get in the way. And they do love each other mm-hmm. despite everything that's happened. So I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And I mostly feel bad for Kai in this situation because he's just so oblivious to, to so much information <laughs> oh, right now. Yes. He's so good. <laughs> Poor boy. He's so confused. So there's two that I have. I have one is called Surrender by Ashley Simpson, mm-hmm. which is about having a partner that drives you crazy, but that you can't <laughs> get enough of. Yeah. And eventually you just have to surrender to your feelings. Mm-hmm. Very, very perfect. <laughs> and then the next one I picked was Story of Us by Taylor Swift, which oh. again... <laughs> oh Yes. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, that's like, actually like crazy too, because the whole thing's like obviously we're talking about a book and like Cinder and Kai are book characters. Wild. Absolutely. And then like the line about being at the party and the ball kind oh, of fit together. Yeah. And yeah, just so many yeah. um overlapping details between the lyrics and the overarching story of Cinder and Kai. So yeah. Patreon members will get to vote for which one of those we end up picking for the playlist at the end of the book. Yes. What was your quote for chapter 51? So I did the, this is like one of my favorite quotes in the entire book. Um, so you were just going to keep it a, keep it hidden forever. And then Cinder says, you're the emperor of an entire country that was never going to be a forever. Like, it's just so like, wake up Kai. It's just, she like, she just lays it like it is. And it's just like, he does, like, he never understood that. And oh man, it's just like, oh, Cinder's so good. I don't know. I just I love it. Well, I just like, again, I have to put the book down and walk away and like process it whenever I read. I mean, we had to stop and process it. We really did. (laughs) It's one of the best moments of the entire series because, again, it's Cinder seeing the bigger picture. And I, you know, this is this is the part where Torin is like, you're kind of being a lovesick teenager because Mm -hmm. you're um, you're sort of. engaging in this fantasy that you could have some kind of relationship with her when that was never going to be the case yeah it's yeah yeah i don't know why i keep saying yeah like i agree with you yeah yeah (laughs) i agree absolutely there's so much like character development that has happened with the two of them like i mean though it's only been like a month like you know like they've both grown up i think so much in the past like month and so now it's like cinder's like open your eyes like I knew this why couldn't you see it and then Kai's like I I guess so but like we're still never gonna tell me like he can't imagine a life without her in it and that just like makes my heart grow it breaks my heart that like he can't picture a life without her yeah Mm -hmm. um but she was kind of already resigned to the fact that they weren't gonna have a life together yeah anyway yeah she is you know he's accepted it kind of it's okay. This is a little out of left field, yeah. but ha- have have you ever watched Friends? I uh, I have not. I'm sorry. I don't really. There's a, a scene in Friends when Rachel and Ross 
they're dating and they get in this big fight and she's like, we should take a break. And he's like, you're right. Let's go get some frozen yogurt. Let's cool off. Let's calm down. And she oh, was like, no, no, we need to like take a break. Oh, like a break from us. And it breaks my heart because it's this moment where she's like, we have the ability to break up and mm-hmm. Ross never, that never crossed his mind. Oh, that's, yeah, that is. That thought, the thought that this relationship might end and might not be forever never crossed his mind yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And this is similar to me for Kai. Like he didn't want to imagine a life where he wasn't something with cinder maybe they were friends maybe he went to the market once a week and complained to her about how hard it is to be an emperor but that was never going to be the case and it's like and i think that makes the end of cinder more heartbreaking too because like you can't imagine a life without her and then like she just he sees her on the palace steps and it's like she's broken and he's just i know what i want i I know what i want (laughs) there's a (laughs) there's a scene in cinder where she um imagines having to watch him live his life yeah i know what you're talking about remember that yes yes she like she'd watch him go up and find it oh my god (laughs) my brain is like it's on the bottom right hand side of some kind of page somewhere (laughs) no i know what you're talking about it's like a quote it's like she'd watch him get married she'd watch his wife give him children and she wouldn't like Okay, I, I want everyone to know that it really was on the bottom right-hand <laughs> side of the page. <laughs> so well I know these books. So bottom of page 291, book one, Cinder. She would spend the rest of her life watching as Prince, no, Emperor Kai, gave speeches and passed bills as he went on diplomatic missions around the world, as he shook hands and kissed babies. She would watch him marry. She would watch as his wife gave him children. Because the whole world would watch it happen. But he would forget about her, which is what needed to happen. She was resigned over a month ago that this was never going to go anywhere. And it just breaks my heart. Yeah. And then it's like, sometimes I just want to throw the book and I'm like, Cinder, you're soulmates. Come on. Like, open up. As someone who's like happily married, I'm constantly like, you guys, love is not this hard. (laughs) Like, come on. I mean... (laughs) I get that we're like kings and queens of like countries and that there's wars involved, but it come on. And That's true. I don't have high stakes. So <laughs> say you love each other. <laughs> I definitely don't have as high stakes. <laughs> no, I just, I just love them together. And it just really shows like they're so, I like it when like couples and like anything like, like books, TV shows, when they're like equals and they like are on the same level with each other and I really think like this fight that they had is like really showing like how equally matched Cinder and Kai are in terms of like I don't know just in terms of like what they're willing to say to each other I just think it's like really yeah. nice so I don't know it's not it's nice a level of, of um it's a level of comfort and yes, familiarity yeah, yeah, that's picture, this, picture a fight between Cress and Thorn for example yeah both of them filter themselves when they're talking to totally. each other yeah yeah. So, Ugh, my heart. yeah, very good point. My quote was, but you aren't the only one with responsibilities and an entire country of people who are relying on you. Page 456. I love this moment where Cinder is like, look, okay, yeah, you're mad at me. I'm mad at you. I get that. But like, 
<laughs> big picture. Hi. There's more stuff going on here. I'm not just some girl who has a crush on you and wants to break up your wedding. I mean, I yeah. am, but I have a bigger <laughs> plan involved. So it's just, it's like, that's a minor detail of the bigger picture. Like, I just, need yes. To <laughs> yeah. It's a bonus. It's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> For this chapter, there were zero eggs, seven hair. Se- uh, the bonus word hair showed up seven times, glove once, captain twice. Next time, we're going to cover chapters 52 and 53. Lily, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank uh, you where so can much. people find you on social media if they want to do so? Uh, I'm on Instagram. My at is ljplumber. And yeah, it's pretty much. Actually, I think it's Lily J. Plumber. I don't know. If I'm like, I'm a mess. I'm like that sometimes too. I'm like, I mean, my last name's Finger, so yeah. I feel like you'll find me. Yeah, I just checked. It is in fact Lily L I L Y J Plumber. So that's <laughs> jeez, that's embarrassing. I don't even know my own Instagram handle. Uh, now you know how I feel. I'm constantly <laughs> just like saying things on air that other people hear. Like, oh no. <laughs> like oh I want to look good but no no whoops it's like me when I didn't know that there were like when I hadn't heard of mountain time zone it's like whoosh (laughs) well that's out in the world now (laughs) no time like the present to learn but oh boy I really wish this wasn't public (laughs) of course Everyone, please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow on Instagram. Don't forget to enter the secret listener giveaway by emailing princekaifanpod at gmail.com. All you have to do is say, I would like to enter the secret listener giveaway. Check out Patreon for a chance to be a guest on an episode with me and lots of other super cool perks. Oh, that's it. (laughs) I was like on a roll and then I was like, no, that's all of my my outro stuff. Wow. So thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. Listeners, keep reading, keep listening, and don't get glamored. (laughs) You can say it. Can I? Okay, I don't want to steal it. No, go for it. Go for it. Don't. Well, thanks, everybody. Don't get glamored. Yay. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The passages read for you today are from Press by Marissa Meyer. This podcast is hosted and produced by Bethany Finger. Today's special guest was Patreon member Lily Plummer. The intro-outro music was composed by Emma Pavo, and the logo art was created by Angela Wong. Thank you for listening.